welcome to episode 216 of the local meta. My name is Fletcher. And I'm John. John, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Doing okay? Had a, had a decent, decent day of magic. How'd you do? Uh, so went 3-0 at the noon, and I did my standard, uh... 1-0 into concede and leave for the 6 o'clock. And <laughs> <laughs> just dream crush someone. Well, no, because I, I concede oh, yeah. them. Oh, right? yeah, you concede always, I forget. Uh, well, so the, the the somewhat funny thing is, like, I concede the guy, and the guy, like, wanted... To, I would, Like, he had a mana form dragon or whatever the hell it's called in his deck. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's unfortunate that's in your deck, because I totally trade for it. And I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure he lied to me because he pulled it out of his deck. He's like, oh, I have another one. I'll just put that in instead. And he like looked into his deck box, put a card face down, re-sleeved it, and shuffled his deck and put it away. It's like, you clearly don't have another Maniform Dragon. Yeah, right. And then he wanted to just give it to me. Really? I'm just, I'm just like, uh, this card is worth $20. You need to find money out of my binder for it. <laughs> And he's like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah. So he like looks at my binder, and he's like, how much is Cursed Totem? Like, 32 cents. He's like, I'm cool to call that good. I'm like, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> Look for more cards. Just, just take a stack of cards out. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't care what you take out of my binder. Just find cards that are worth around $20. <laughs> so he, he eventually got up to, like, $19, and it's like, all right. All right, fine. I'm not fine having some rando give me a $20 magic card. <laughs> Uh, so oh, you oh, well. yeah like yeah like russ was watching the trade he's like yeah that just wouldn't be like right for anyone to do that it's like i don't know i mean at some point and stuff if people are like oh yeah no take it take it like it's like okay fine <laughs> yeah like, there, there, like there's times yeah. right like if he was like oh i just don't care about value blah blah i'd be like okay like maybe you can get it to me but when like i feel like he was only giving it to me because i conceded to him oh yeah and no and no, like no, that's no. just that's not how i do things no like it's like <laughs> i'm like, conceding. yeah you're like i'm gonna concede anyways like it's yeah. not <laughs> i'm conceding because i'm a nice person <laughs> yeah and I have no, there's no value in dream crushing you for no goddamn reason. Yeah, because the only value would be would just be to dream crush somebody and laugh about it, yeah, which but. I would only do to my friends, because yeah. you know, or or other people, but yeah, certain uh, certain so. other people. All right, well, yeah, three one into three zero into one zero concede drop, not too bad. Yeah, I did three one yesterday, so that was pretty good. I'm happy with it. I lost to the the biggest bomb in the set, basically. So I'll take it. Mm, I, was gonna, I was gonna say which the green one or the black one. The black one. All right. But I also just straight up lost one game too that I didn't see that. So you know, I mean, yeah. But so well, we do have more cards to talk about. We do. So why don't we? Do let's. All right, we're gonna hit it. So we're gonna start with all the cards that we put on their list for flavor reasons. So, um, I guess I can start it off. How about that? Sure. All right. So first up, we have Arm the Cathars, one white white sorcery until end of turn. Target creature gets plus three plus three up to one other target creature gets plus two plus two, and up to one other target creature gets plus one plus one. Those creatures gain vigilance until end of turn. All right. So this is on here. For a very specific reason that uh, Mr. Hobbs did not notice. Because he was asking me how good I thought this card was. I'm like, oh, the card's fine. You know, like, sure, it's sorcery speed, but, like, that's a plus plus six, plus six split up amongst your team is a lot. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm like, also, the art is dope. And he looked at it. Yeah, the art is funny. (laughs) He looked at it. He's like, oh, yeah, I suppose the art's fine. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like this guy has a dagger and this guy has a short sword and this guy has a great sword. Plus one, yep. plus one, plus two, plus two, plus three, plus three. And he's like, holy shit, I didn't notice that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, this this art is amazing. Uh, yeah, I like that. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> I I appreciate the little subtleness of it. So. Yep. All right. Next up, we have kindly ancestor. Two and a white for a 2-3 creature spirit with lifelink and disturb for two. 
And the flavor text is, you look cold, dearie. And the flip side is an enchantment. Uh, enchanted creature has lifelink. And flavor text, thank you, grandmother. I love you too. And it's just, the front side is this adorable old lady knitting a freaking shawl for, like, this young girl who's then wearing said shawl. And it's just so wholesome. <laughs> That's a really good story in a card. It is a great story in a card. I this card is awesome. It makes me like feel happy. <laughs> like just that's not an easy thing to do on Innistrad either. It's not. <laughs> like there are cards that make you be like, oh, how adorable, and then like you think yeah. about it, you're like, oh, that's horrifying. Yeah, right. This is just kind of that's that's a nice card. I mean, obviously the ancestors, a dead grandma, but you know. Oh, yeah, but here's the thing. She's a dead grandma, which means she probably lived a pretty decent life, right? I mean, yeah, I suppose so. You lived to and it be must have grandma been good age. She's knitting a shawl for somebody. Exactly. <laughs> she's not, like, screaming in agony from the werewolves that tore her flesh apart or anything like that. <laughs> okay, thanks for ruining it. <laughs> well, I'm saying, I'm assuming she didn't die that way. Okay. Because, you know, her clothing isn't, like, tattered, and she's not, like, vengeful or anything like that, right? <laughs> vengeful spirits on Innistrad. She All probably right. just she probably just died of old age and you know she's like, oh I really care about my granddaughter. Alright. So uh next up is Cobbled Lancer as a single blue for a three three creature zombie horse. Excellent rate. <laughs> uh, as an additional cost to cast this spell exile a creature card from your graveyard. Uh, three and a blue, exiled common lancer from your graveyard, draw a card, whatever. Uh, flavor text, don't worry everyone, I hear hoofbeats, the Gaffney Riders are coming to save us. Man. Um, this horse bothers me. Right? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> oh my god. Like, <laughs> air quotes horse. So we have a horse body, a human torso, and then a horse head on top of said human torso. Yeah, it's like, it's a centaur with a horse head, and also he's missing a hand, and he's just scared. Like, I just saw this, like, I was flipping through the cards, and I saw this, and I'm like, oh my god. Also the flavor text I love, but... Oh yeah, like, in the... combination with it. Like, the the line that this that this flavor text is missing is last words. Yeah, right? That's <laughs> usually what accompanies things like this. Yeah, it's just like, uh... But yeah, so... That's, that's, a... that's here because that art is just distressing. Yeah, there's... Well, the art and the flavor text, it tells yeah. a good story, and the story is, does, yeah. dear, dear God, why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, and even, like, yeah, I don't I don't know about the, the activated ability, but, like, the, definitely the, like, having to exile a creature card from your graveyard for a zombie horse also works. Mm-hmm. The whole scab mechanic, but... All right. Scabs. Scab. All right. All right, next up we have Scattered Thoughts. Three in a blue instant. Look at the top four cards of your library. Put two of those cards into your, into your hand and the rest into your graveyard. Flavor text. Stitchers delegate the most important task to assistants with a good eye for detail. <laughs> uh, the art is of a homunculus who, who only have one eye because it's a homunculus who then proceeded to drop a jar with a brain inside. <laughs> I love his little shopping list looking for brains. Yeah. There's so much there's so much going on between the name, the flavor text, and the art that they all just combine to be like yeah. you know like the, the absolute beauty of having a dropped brain in a jar and the brain sitting on the floor and calling it scattered thoughts. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just this is one of those cards that there's like a hundred little tiny things that just like compound together to be like, oh yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh Okay. Well, <laughs> I hadn't seen this card. <laughs> I was going to say, this is the most appropriate flavor text, too. Uh, uh, it's on wretched, here. <laughs> wretched Throng. Uh, one and a blue for a 2-1 creature zombie horror. Uh, when it dies, you may search your library for a card named Wretched Throng, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle. Flavor text says, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no again. Um, uh, Beltstead, Katha, recruit last words. <laughs> uh, uh, and then that art say, can go away. <laughs> and the art is a zombie vomiting up another zombie who's vomiting up another zombie. <laughs> it's it's distressing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I oh, love man. the I, I love the four O oh nos in a yeah. row. That's just because you. 
four of is a playset. That's what this card does. <laughs> it's just perfect. Oh my gosh. Uh, all right next up next up we have aim for the head two in a black sorcery choose one exile target zombie or target opponent exiles two cards from the hand flavor text works every time halana kessig ranger uh this is on here for the art Mm -hmm. (laughs) the art it says zombie with an arrow through his his the front of his head and he's just staring at the fletching yeah (laughs) and just like utterly fascinated by the arrow that went through his skull (laughs) Uh, I mean, also just a good trope card. Yeah, just a good trope, but it's really funny. I I enjoy the art. The art, he's just like, oh, and then he dies. So I'm going to go off a little bit on a a not flavor thing. I like this card mechanically, too, actually. I think it's it's combining two effects that usually don't share space and making it um, a really cool modal card with good flavor. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I will. S- yeah. I have had this in multiple decks, and I have only dist- exiled a zombie with it once. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know what I exiled? Is it that stupid one thirteen? Yes. <laughs> get that. Get that big booty out of the way. Yeah. But like that's it. It was just like brick walling me. It's like, well, I guess you gotta die now. Yeah. I boarded this into one deck, expecting to use the second mode. But the fact that I saw one one of those stupid one thirteens didn't, yeah. didn't hurt its <laughs> its inclusion. Yeah, I mean, like I ended up I played it as a mind rot. Yeah, because I kept playing very grindy decks. So yeah, it's basically mind rot with upside, right? Yeah, exactly. All right. Okay. Or wait, that was me, wasn't it? <laughs> so well, okay. I'm, uh, I read aim for the head. So yes, vampire's yeah. uh, kiss one in a black for a sorcery. Uh, target player loses two life, and you gain two life. Create two blood tokens. Uh, young vampires gorge themselves at every meal, but their elders have learned to savor the smallest bite. All right, so this this I put on here for the art. I love the detail of this art. It is super detailed. Like I, I really enjoy like the the lipstick marks left on the dude's neck, you know, like just the little pinpricks of blood dripping down like both his neck and her mouth and stuff. Like I just someone is just like yeah, someone enjoyed making this. Mm-hmm. So more, more sexy vampire cards, right? I mean, it's it's, it's not... its own way, right? Like. Yeah, it's like it's sexy without being sexual. Yes, exactly. Right? I mean, I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, it is something that has a, like a lot of detail to the art. Like even yeah. the like petals and stuff there, and like you know, there's just a lot of little bits and pieces in that one. Also, for the love of God, people need to not play this in their goddamn sealed decks. <laughs> No, they do need to so that I can beat them. <laughs> uh, like, unless you unless you're a deck that's like super heavy sacrificing blood tokens, yeah, you probably shouldn't be playing that. Yeah, like you have to have a multiple things that care about blood tokens for this to be worth it. Which mm-hmm. does it does exist? Like in draft, this might be justifiable. But like, Maybe. if you're like, these are my blood tokens, it's like, so you're gonna spend. Four mana to discard two, draw two, gain two, deal two. That's just I not. Remember, good. there was a card that was like. I think there was a card that was like. No, th- sorry, that card was good. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. But yeah, that was one of those cards. I think I saw, and I'm like, oh yeah, people are gonna play this when they shouldn't. Mm. But, All right. right. Next up, we have Chandra, Dressed Kill. One red red for a legendary planeswalker, Chandra. Plus one, add red. Chandra's skill deals one damage to up to one target player or planeswalker. Plus one, exile the top card of your library. If it's red, you may ex- you may cast it this turn. Negative seven, exile the top five cards of your library. You may cast red spells from among them this turn. You get an emblem with whenever you cast a red spell, this emblem deals X damage to any target where X is the amount of mana spent to cast that spell. Uh, this is specifically for the showcase art. Yep. Why that's why this what is I've, on here. Yeah. 
Uh, I just love the showcase art. <laughs> I don't that, know. That's really love it. That dress is fantastic. It isn't it? Like, I, I, maybe I got some baggage too, because like for some reason it gives me like weird antsy vibes. <laughs> but like, I, I know that I was just talking about uh, Cruella last week, having watched that. Yeah. Like this is the kind of thing that would be in that in that movie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's excellent. Uh huh. Yeah, I just I just really love the art like, of it and stuff like that, and seeing the characters in slightly different situations, you know, slightly different situations like this, it's kind of mm-hmm. cool. So you you know damn well she's enjoying wearing that dress. Oh goddamn yeah, she's just like fuck you know yay dresses yay dresses. <laughs> I just I just, I, dress. <laughs> I just had to like self edit myself because I'm like you're the one editing. I don't want to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right all right uh next up we have lacerate flesh um, okay four and a red for a sorcery uh lacerate flesh deals four damage to target creature create a number of blood tokens equal to the amount of excess damage dealt to that creature this way so the art <laughs> the art you know how there's like sometimes oh. there's like there's art and magic that it's just oh. It's brutal without being like, you know, an actual bloodbath. Like think victim of night or macabre waltz. <laughs> you know, there's certain cards that just kinda like you they stick in your head for being insanely brutal oh. without being graphic. And this is one of those ones that I think technically qualifies. I, I it it's like just abstract enough. Yeah, like the, but it's the, still incredibly upsetting. <laughs> all the glowing red, like that, the eye, his face. It's, this is definitely flesh being lacerated. Yeah, there's a lot to be bothered by in this card. <laughs> right, man. Yeah, it's like, and it's not really like clear you know like it, it is abstract and everything but yeah it's still just like whew, boy <laughs> yeah that guy's having a rough time uh not anymore <laughs> he dead <laughs> next up bramble worm six and a green for a seven six creature worm reach a trample <laughs> when it's a battlefield gain five life you can pay two and a green at Nagsala from your graveyard. You gain five life. This is probably my favorite art in the set. Really? Yeah. <laughs> once once again, it is it is extremely detailed. Yes. In what it's showing and how it is. Like I love the scale house. Yeah. Like we don't have scale birds or scale ships. We have a scale house. I, don't know. I, don't know. I really enjoy this art. I'm not really sure why I'm not really sure why I enjoy it so much, but I just do. You just do. It's just your giant worm art. <laughs> yeah. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I appreciate it. Alright. Okay. Uh, next up we have Massive Might for a single green instant. Tiger Creature gets plus two plus two against trample until end of turn. Run the flavor text run, it's coming for us eventually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yaster, Heaven Girl, Shopkeeper. <laughs> That's one big slimy boy. <laughs> yeah, it is a giant ass snail. <sighs> and I, this card is hilarious. The flavor I... text is, is phenomenal for that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a giant snail. How bad can it be? <laughs> I mean, the answer, the answer is very, but. <laughs> oh no! Everybody, walk briskly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's going to destroy your house, let's be honest. Yes. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> right. Next on the uh, criteria of this art bothers me. Witch's Web. Oh, that is upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> One and a green. Instant target creatures. Plus three, plus three. And gains reach the land of turn. Untap it. Ever since your ritual, Ryla didn't have an appetite at the dinner table. But her long walks in the forest always seemed to satiate her hunger. Dear God, the art. Yeah, that is all. Yeah, like look it's at a human it. Human face, but the top half is like covered in webs and has the 
appropriate number of eyes for a spider, but an inappropriate number for humans. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Actually, it has it has ten eyes. Oh, that is not the appropriate number for spiders. That makes well, this I, card even more inappropriate. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, the t the little eyes on the underside, I don't think they technically are eyes on all spiders. Or maybe it's just like there's ten spider eyes plus two regular eyes. I don't know. This, I don't this, know. Uh, I'm not a spiderologist. I'm going to stop looking at that art. That's what I'm going to do. That sounds like a good idea. Let's go look at frogs. <laughs> Let's go look at frogs. All right. Next up, we have Grolnok the Omnivore. <laughs> Two green, blue, legendary creature, frog. It's a 3-3. Three, three. Uh, whenever a frog you control attacks, mill three cards. Whenever a permanent card is put into your graveyard from your library, exile it with a croak counter on it. You may play lands and cast spells from among cards you own in exile with croak counters on them. All right, two things. Mm -hmm. I love how, like... Every actual frog in Magic has an arm hanging out of its mouth. Yeah, right. <laughs> and two, I love croak counters. That just sounds amazing. Right. It's up there with filibuster counters. Yeah. Also, there's like a pet for this card on Arena. He like s slurps in the arm and then it just pops out. And when the elbow pops out of his lip, it actually makes a popping noise. And it's really disturbing. <laughs> I recommend looking at the store sometime and like watching the animation. Check out the check out the frog. He's just like slurp 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 slurp. I'm a frog. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Next up, we have Wandering Mind. <laughs> one blue red for a two one creature horror. Yes, it is. <laughs> it has flying. When Wandering Mind enters the battlefield, look at the top six cards of your library. You may reveal a non-creature, non-land card from among them, put it into your hand. Put the rest of the bottom of your library in a random order. So there's a few cards in this set that uh, specifically call out Emrakul still being around. This is one of them? This is one of the... I don't get how a, a flying brain with tentacles would be Emrakul-esque. Yeah, right? Mm. This art is also disturbing. Yeah, that art is also disturbing. So, on the not art-related end and stuff like that, is there a blue-red spells deck in this format? Uh, I have seen this card in a few deck lists for the new formats. I don't know necessarily how good it is. Okay. Looking at six cards is a lot. Yeah. Or I'm assuming you mean standard, not constructed, right? Uh, or standard, draft. not limited? I mean, probably. Limited. There has to be. There's no okay. way there's not. I mean, you'll make it happen. Okay. <laughs> I will. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, next up, we have Halana and Elena Partners. Two red green legendary creature human ranger two three first strike and reach at the beginning of combat on your turn put x plus one plus one counters on another target creature you control where x is their power that creature gains haste until end of turn and this is specifically for the showcase i believe or am i wrong yep this is okay. specifically for the black and white showcase art mm -hmm. which is fan freaking tastic <laughs> That is all. Thank you. <laughs> that is all. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's good. It, they've, like, they've been really trying to get these characters into the, the sets now that uh, after that story came out. Mm -hmm. like, <laughs> that was a super really popular it. story. So. Oh, yeah. It was totally. a good story. Yeah. And I, I do I do appreciate the that they're they first made them have partner in Commander Legends, and now they're just mm -hmm. like, we're just going to put them on the same goddamn card. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Those are our flavor uh, cards. All right. Are we ready to talk about absolute nonsense? Yes. All right. Let's go. All right. Next up, we have Vampire Slayer. One of the white for a 2-2 creature human soldier. Whenever Vampire Slayer deals damage to a vampire, destroy that creature. It's Dinosaur Hunter. I literally referred to this card when it was played against me. I'm like, what card is that? They're like, And I looked at it, I'm like, oh, it's Dinosaur Hunter, but for vampires. Yeah. 
This card is Dinosaur Hunter, but for vampires. I just loved Dinosaur Hunter so much that like seeing this card is like, yes! I don't know. That effect yeah. is nice. I mean, that's all. <laughs> yeah. This card... Also just I'm... a good flavor hit. Yeah, good flavor hit. You know, I, I like this card existing. It's sweet. Mm-hmm. It's just... Uh, it's Dinosaur Hunter. All right. It's not as good as Dinosaur Hunter was. No, because... Dinosaur Hunter, like dinosaurs were huge usually. <laughs> yeah, like this is trading with like three twos, which is yeah, like if it's sure. Yeah, if the vampire is not already flying over you. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so it's way less good, but still. I mean, to be fair, Dinosaur Hunter, I'm sure, got under the feet of more than one charging monster. <laughs> yes, it definitely did. <laughs> but all right. Uh, next up we have a Cradle of Safety. One and a blue for an enchantment are a flash enchant creature you control. When Cradle of Safety enters the battlefield, enchanted creature gains hexproof until end of turn. Enchanted creature gets plus one plus one. <laughs> this baby bothers me. Why does this baby bother you? It's almost too real looking. <laughs> too real of a baby. This is like uncanny valley baby. <laughs> It doesn't, like, disturb me as much as, like, Lacerate Flesh does. I mean, fair enough, yeah. But I don't but like it's one of those ones where it's it. like, mm, it's just a little too... <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of looking at this baby. Alright, sounds good. Let's stop looking at the baby. <laughs> Alright, next up we have Dream Shackle Geist. One blue blue for a 3-1 creature spirit with flying. At the beginning of combat in your turn, choose up to one. Tap target creature. Tar- or target creature doesn't untap during its controller's next untap step. I love the design of this card. Mm-hmm. Like, this... I really enjoy how this... Uh, your, this gives your opponent a really, really awkward choice, right? Yep. Where they have, they have to decide, do they hold the person back so you tap it down... Mm-hmm. And that way they can like do stuff with other things, or are they supposed to like attack you once and then just you keep it locked down permanently, which is like super awkward. Yeah, like I I enjoy like the play of this card. Like from a design standpoint, I really like this card. Yeah, that's that it is. It has a really good design with those two pieces and stuff. And have and like yeah, making that choice is is really cool too. Like yeah, like functionally, this card is very very similar to tap target creature. It doesn't untap during controls on tap step, except it's it's nowhere near as powerful because mm-hmm. you can't use this to tap down two things as a result. Yeah, actually, you can. So as long as it was already tapped, you can like leave it tapped and then tap the tap another. Mm-hmm. So, like, you actually still can't do that. You just don't get to, like, chain them as well together. Yeah. Like, this is, like, a one-time dealer kind of thing. Yeah, it's a bit, but I mean, like, tap effects like that are nice. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I just really like the design of this card. That's why this one's yeah, on here. Yeah, that's a good design. Usually I'm the one who's jerking off about design, so that's kind of nice. All right. See, well, it's because usually when I like the design of a card, I put it in mechanics. Because it's usually powerful. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if this one is powerful. Yeah, it's a cool design, but... Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, we have Inspired Idea. Two and a blue for a sorcery. It has cleave for three blue blue. Uh, the text is draw three cards, and then in brackets, your maximum hand size is reduced by three for the rest of the game. This card is so weird. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, this, this is another one that's on here for design reasons. Yeah. Like, I'm almost certain in, like, 90% of situations, you're just supposed to cast this for 5 mana. Mm-hmm. Like, I also don't really get why this card is rare. Because, mm-hmm. like, 5 mana draw 3 is just, like, okay, sure, in limited. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe maybe if the format's slow enough, it's going to be really good, but I don't, maybe, like... Maybe. Like, I don't perceive that as being overtly, like, amazing. But you know, I don't. I don't actually know how well they, how balanced they made the format in that regard. You know, like it wouldn't be the first time we've had a format where opportunity was the best card in the set, right? I mean, yeah, true. So, but yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. Like, it's a weird card. Yeah, it's also really interesting from the standpoint of uh, uh limited, right? 
because you cast this for th even if you like cast this for three on turn three, your max spend size is four, and like you start discarding things. If you're like a graveyard based strategy, that's not bad necessarily. True. Yeah. It's like. I don't think you should ever do that, but the option is there if you felt so inclined. Maybe it's just got some depth that we're just like not paying attention to. Yeah, like I know some people think this might be good enough for constructed. I just can't see why, but who knows? I mean, three mana draw three is obviously very good, <laughs> but having to discard your hand down to nothing seems bad. Yeah. Next up, we have Thirst for Discovery. Do some scrolling here real quick. Two and a blue for an instant. Draw three cards. Then discard two cards unless you discard a basic land card. This is another card in the series that we have going on. Thirst for Meaning and Thirst for Knowledge. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's dope. I really like how they're keep printing new variations on this because none of them are ever any good but they're still sweet and honestly this book, this card isn't good i mean none of no, none of them actually see play i suppose thirst for meaning did, or thirst for knowledge did see play i'm like thirst for knowledge did did yeah but like thir thirst for thirst i gotta remember here so yeah because thirst for knowledge is because that was uh discard an artifact yeah that one was actually really good yeah, and that one that. was really good, but like, um, this because this is um, uh, yeah, because this is just not quite, but almost like a strictly better compulsive research. Yeah, the difference is compulsive research just says discard lands. Yep, and target player. Yeah, and this has to be a basic. Yep, and this is instant. Yes, which is better than compulsive, obviously. Yeah, but. So, like, in most situations, this card is probably better than Compulsive in Limited, but, like, in actual Constructed, needing to yeah. discard a basic is not always a guarantee, depending on how many colors you're playing. Yeah. And, like, it's very uncommon where you, like, have to play that many basics in... If you're even in, like, two-color... Like, I have a lot of basics in my blue-black control deck, but it's not like I have, like, an overabundance of them, right? Yeah. All I know is I need to get a set of these for my Skulker deck. Fair. Because I'm already playing Compulsive Research, and I would play eight Compulsive Researches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that they're just continuing down the cycle of stuff. Yep. And if this card was just, like, straight up strictly better Compulsive, this card would be really, really good. Mm -hmm. But it's not, so it's only good. So it's only good. Okay. All right. Uh, next up, we have Demonic Bargain. Two and a black. Sorcery. Exile the top 13 cards of your library, then search your library for a card. Put that card into your hand, then shuffle. So... so I, I put this on the list, I'm pretty sure. But um, So first off, we'll just get this out of the way. Dat art, yo. Sweet. Um, good art. Good art. Uh, I just dig, I dig this effect, because it's basically what Demonic Consultation uh yeah basically or no then search yeah exactly it, it, it's similar to that so yeah um but like i like is this card good probably not not good enough but like i like the deal with the devil card sort of thing like Exile the top 13 and then find a card. Well, maybe that card doesn't exist in your deck anymore because you just exiled 13 friggin' cards. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know who is the primary designer for this card? Who? Patrick Sullivan. Really? He posted on Twitter that he was like... I'm pretty sure it was Patrick Sullivan who said it. Like He posted on Twitter that he was like really happy with how this card ended up turning out and how he was like the... It was like mainly his idea to come up with it, so... Well, dope. I knew yep. I liked him for a reason. Yeah, the the this card is super interesting in that standpoint. Like it's kind of like mm -hmm. the whole uh, um spoils of the vault thing, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like it's a gamble. <laughs> it's not like you know you're not guaranteed to screw yourself, but you definitely could. Oh, I mean, at thirteen cards, that's pretty a pretty hey, good e chunk too. Even in EDH, that is. A large number. That is a not insignificant amount of cards. So, yeah. 
This card's sweet. Yeah. I don't think it's good, but it's sweet, and that's all it needs to be. So. Yep, that's all it needs to be. Sometimes sweet is better than good. <laughs> Alright. Next up we have Dread Feast Demon. Five black black for a six six demon with flying. At the beginning of your end step, sacrifice a non demon creature. If you do, create a token that's a copy of Dread Feast Demon. This card is ridiculous. This card is nonsense. I love it. Yeah. That that's basically why it's on it's on here. It's like this card is absolutely nonsense, hilarious. I and I love how they're like token copies. They're not just like six sixes. So it's like suddenly it's like, oh sack two and then you have four and it just get it spirals yeah. out of control so quickly. Yeah, exactly. Like like if you trigger this once, like you're probably doing pretty good in life. Yeah, if you trigger it once, you're like, sweet. And if you ever trigger it more than that, you're like, yeah, why are you not dead yet? Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> just send your demons in. Uh, man. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Also good art. True. And good flavor text. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, we have... Gluttonous Guest, tuna black for a 1-4 creature vampire. When it enters the battlefield, create a blood token. Whenever you sacrifice a blood token, you gain one life. So this is on here specifically for the non-showcase version. I love how this vampire lady is just going to town on that blood. <laughs> right, that blood wine or whatever. Like... Yeah, she like she's doing the classic drunk lady at a fancy party. She's got she's two fists in those wines and she's just going to town uh, on them. I, I love uh, I I love this card too. Like uh, the the art of that one is just so great. Yeah, the decadence that she is showing off is just fantastic. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Also stack this one in the sexy vampire cards, but. Yeah, someone actually made a comment. I don't remember which vampire they made a comment about. They're like, oh, I thought they, like, Watsy put out a thing saying that you can't make, like, big titty vampires anymore. I'm like, I don't I don't know. How is that kind of, like, the one they're looking at, I'm like, that's that's not big titty vampire. Like, <laughs> Real that's, issues. Like, that's like, you know, normal-sized booby vampires going on. And they're like, I don't know, it's pretty big compared to what we've been having. It's like, really? <laughs> I think their big thing is is that they just don't want every single card to be a big titty vampire. Yeah, I think the one they were talking about was the showcase art of Gluttonous Guest. The showcase of, of Gluttonous yeah. Guest. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I, mean, I just that's, I don't I don't think they're I don't think they're that big. Yeah. Okay, oh, just, right. we'll go with it. But I mean, I don't like. I feel like if you're gonna kind of ramp it up for a set too, like this is probably one that you want to do it because like that's the whole point of these vampires in a lot of ways and yeah if you, notice, if you notice the cards that are like are really going towards that end it's it's the vampire cards in particular especially the ones showing that you know that gluttony and decadence sort of thing and everything and mm -hmm. uh like all the other you know female characters and stuff on you know if you look at the the white cards and everything it's more normal yeah exactly like it's it's the vampire aristocrats who are being overt <laughs> about things what do they care? They're vampires. Right. right. Okay. Next next up we have Rot Tide Gargantua. Three black black for a five four zombie kraken. <laughs> Exploit. When it enters the battlefield, if it exploits a creature, each opponent sacrifices a creature. Now that it doesn't need to breathe, its hunting ground extends well beyond the sea. <laughs> all, all I know is those goats is <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> those goats, not going to have a good time. Nope. Also, it's a zombie kraken. <laughs> you got to be okay with this, right? Release the goddamn krakens. <laughs> that art's dope. It is dope. All right. Next up, uh, I didn't realize how much of a wall of text this card was. This card is a, is a brick of text. Next up, we have Toxril the Corrosive, five black black legendary creature slug horror, uh, seven seven. At the beginning of each end step, put a slime counter on each creature you don't control. Creatures you don't control get minus one minus one for each slime counter on them. Whenever a creature you don't control with a slime counter on it dies, create a one one black slug creature token. Blue black, sacrifice a slug, draw a card. So, 
A, I didn't realize this didn't put negative one, negative one counters on him. It puts slime counters that then give negative one, negative one. Yes. That is very different. That is incredibly different. Which means if you kill this, it's actually nowhere near as bad. Yes, that's true. Point number two. He's a giant-ass slug. Yeah, he's a scary-ass giant slug. <laughs> this card is just a bomb, too. Oh, yeah, this card is insane and limited. Yeah, it's point... insane. I got smoked by it. Point number three. <laughs> Why is the activated ability blue-black? Just... Commander. That... Yeah, like, but that one little random blue pip, it's just so... It just stands out as being so awkward on the on the card. I guess. I don't know. Slugs are wet and slimy. I don't know. I guess. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Commander, that's what I'm going to blame. There, I don't, yeah, it's just like, just a little bottom bottom left corner there. One little blue pip. Because reasons. Yep. Like, you know, they're like, well, they're... It's drawing a card that's blue. It's like, well, yeah, but there's that kind of creature to it, so it's black. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. All right. All right. Next up, we have Lightning Wolf. Three in red for a 4-3 creature wolf. Two in red, Lightning Wolf gains first strike until end of turn, activate only a sorcery. These thick-furred wolves have adapted to Stensia storms, channeling their energy into bursts of supernatural speed. Oh my god, it's so fluffy. Oh my god, it's so fluffy, I could die. <laughs> I just to be wanna... fair, in a weird way, this looks like old magic art. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> like, it's really kind of like, this is kind of just a weird art card and everything, but yeah, that is a floofy, a floofy floofer. It's so floofy, I just want to hug it and go right? with it. It's so fluffy. <laughs> have it electrocute you and eat you or something. Just a little tingling sensation, never hurt nobody. It killed a lot of people, though. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Next up, we have Reckless Impulse. One and a red for sorcery. Exile the top two cards of your libraries. Until the end of your next turn, you may play the, those cards. So I'm pretty sure I put this on here. I can't remember. I was going to say, I don't think seems, I did. This seems exactly like a card I would put on here because I love this effect. Incredibly simple. It's basically draw two cards in red, but in a very, very red way. Like, mm -hmm. once they started doing the impulsive draw sort of thing, like, it was kind of like, oh, where is this going to go and everything? Like, this, uh, this is just such a simple form of that and so, so cool. I love it. Um... And these are the base. I just, these are the basic effects I love seeing. I was just thinking earlier as we were doing this. I'm like, man, I don't think I put a like super basic effect that they like added or something like that in the set that I could jerk off about. But apparently, I did. <laughs> so, Fair enough. Um, again, impulsive draws awesome. I, I I think they should keep doing these. I love them. Yeah, this card is actually really good. Like <laughs> you know, two mana draw two is just solid. Yep. Even yeah, if it's not it, quite it, that, but in red, this is just kind of right there yeah right yeah i mean like and you have two turns to do it also so like yeah. as long as even if you exile like two lands as yep. long as you didn't play your land yet you get to play them <laughs> you know and like the odds are you should be able to cast whatever you flip <laughs> you know i mean yeah. if you flip two four drops um, you know, yeah i mean that's part of the thing with red though is it's i mean it's reckless <laughs> yeah exactly which is like that uh, I, I just love it perfect red card yeah right, next up we have dig up. Green for a sorcery has cleave. Cleave is one black black and a green. Search your library for a bracket basic land card and bracket card. Reveal it. Or sorry, card bracket reveal it bracket. Put it into your hand and then shuffle. <laughs> so we either have a lay of the land yep, or we have a demonic tutor. Or not demonic tutor. Diabolic yeah. Tutor. Yeah. So, this is an interesting card. <laughs> this is an interesting card. And it's on here for one reason, mainly. Okay. That's when it was spoiled. Oh my god, the world was full of whiny bitches. Why, what were they crying about? 
The gods, this is just a strictly worst Diabolic Tutor. Why would you ever play it? Oh my god, it's, it's, it's completely strictly worse. I love my Diabolic Tutors that I can just pay one green mana and get a basic land if I need that instead of paying four mana and getting any card. Yeah, man, it's a harder to cast Diabolic Tutor. Why would you ever play that? You would just play Diabolic Tutor. It's strictly better. Why is this card a rare? Lay of the Land was a common. Diabolic Tutor is like an uncommon at best. This should have been an uncommon. <laughs> I don't know. This is such a good effect too, unlike for the cleave stuff. Like, it's, so what? Yeah, I don't know. One thing that I've been hearing a lot from a lot of more established Magic players is apparently the formatting of cleave just breaks their goddamn brains. Really? Yeah. How do you feel about it? Uh, so what you do, and this is the trick uh, that I I found out. Um, through vigorous practice, is um, you don't read the bracketed text if you look at cleave. Shocking. I know, right? Like it, it's 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 a modal card. Search your library for a basic clanger card, reveal it, put it in your hand, then shuffle. Or search your library for a card, put it into your hand, then shuffle. Like the the most <laughs> stupid thing that I've heard from people so much that mm -hmm. just pisses me off <laughs> is they're like, why didn't they just make this a split card? Why didn't they just make this a card with Kicker? Why did they have to make it so complicated? Because every single card in Magic is either a split card or has Kicker, you dumbasses. Right? Like, Guess I like what? Cleave. I think this is a cool way to do it. Yeah, and like, here's the thing. like, This is a creative way of making a unique mechanic instead of doing the same old shit over and over. But yeah. guess what? They're still doing the same old shit over and over. They're just making it not look that way. Yeah. I mean, you're still adding effects and everything, so it's like, what? Yeah. whatever. It's it's called being creative, you dumbasses. <laughs> like, right. holy shit. I've, like, the number of people I've heard complaining about this is just asinine. Uh, you just had to, like, finally go off. All right, sweet. I, like, I, I literally put this in the miscellaneous just to go off on people, so... <laughs> I think the card's cool. I like it. I think that's a cool mechanical effect. Not every card has to be better than a previous card either. Yeah. But all right. Next up, Glorious Sunrise. Three green green for an enchantment. At the beginning of combat of your turn, choose one. Creatures you control get plus one on spawn and gain trample until end of turn. Target land gains tap add green 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 until end of turn. Draw a card if you control a creature with power 3 or greater. Or finally, you gain 3 life. There's so many choices on this card, it's ridiculous. There are a lot of choices on this card. <laughs> this card gives me hard, hardcore uh, Frontier Siege vibes. Mm -hmm. And I don't think the format's in a place where that's something that matters probably not but man the number of options on this is so ridiculous and they are good options to be fair yeah they're all good yeah like drawing card if you control your future power for three or greater dope like dope. if you're on the defensive you just gain three life yeah right like just right? gain three life that, that basically nullifies an attack a lot of times yeah it's like all right i'm you know i'm a little behind i'm just gonna gain three life because there's no reason buffing your dudes and attacking yeah. you don't need the mana until your next turn at the earliest and it's yeah. like i mean maybe you draw a card if you're not that far behind and but the, it's like yeah and the nice thing about this is it pivots based on where you are in the game yes like if you're behind it has options to you know gain life ramp draw cards etc if you're ahead you can get more you know get more gas you can uh get you know, make it so your creatures can punch through. Like it be, being able to pivot like that is is really nice. Yeah, I love the options of this card. Yep. And I've op I think I've opened like four or five of them, like <laughs> between my pre-releases. It's been ridiculous. Huh. Like two of them are foils, so hopefully this card ends up being worth something. Right, and then you can ship. <laughs> exactly. All right. All right. Next up, we have a spiked ripsaw. <laughs> Two and a green artifact equipment. Equipped creature is plus three, plus three. Whenever equipped creature attacks, you may sacrifice a forest. If you do, that creature gains trample until end of turn. Equipped cost of three. 
so this is chainsaw. <laughs> this is on here because if anyone doesn't know what Warhammer 40k is, you ever hear me call something called a chainsword? This is a chainsword. <laughs> They're just practicing for the crossover. Like this is specifically the viscerator variant, which is on both sides, usually used by fanatical zealots creatures. Please, please lower the number of people here. <laughs> so uh yeah this this card's i saw this card all i yeah. could think about was chain swords right uh i suppose so okay <laughs> chain swords are dope they rip people apart all right <laughs> they lacerate flesh um next up we have Iruth, tormented prophet uh, one blue red for a 2-4 legendary creature human wizard. If you would draw a card, exile the top two cards of your library instead. You may play those cards this turn. So, this is a cool effect. Yes. I don't know if it's good, but it's cool and interesting. Like, I don't know, maybe I'm just really on the user lose it cards or something like that, but like, this card just feels blue-red and that, like... In some decks, that effect is basically just like if you would draw a card, draw two cards. Yeah, so this card, it's it's very much a combo card. Oh, you noticed. Like, this is not a, you know, general value in <laughs> yeah. your control deck card, you're right? Not just, you're not playing a, like a blue-red value deck. No, like this is a combo thing only. And I don't think there's really a place for that right now in like no. standard. But like in general, I do agree with you. The design of this card is sweet. Yeah. This this card feels Izzity, like like actual mm -hmm. the guild, is it? Like Yes. If they printed it in a Ravnica set, I'd have been like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But I don't know. I it, I just think that card's really cool. I know when it was spoiled, I threw it up in our Discord and stuff and was talking about it too and stuff, but yeah. yeah. Card's cool. Card's cool. Alright, next up we have Runo Stromkirk. I've been waiting for so long. <laughs> <laughs> one blue-black for a 1-4 legendary creature vampire cleric. He has flying. A lot of people don't forget he has flying. It's kind of great. <laughs> when Runo Stromkirk enters the battlefield, put up to one target creature card from your graveyard on top of your library. At the beginning of your upkeep, look at the top card of your library. You may reveal that card. If a creature card with mana value 6 or greater is revealed this way, transform Runo Stromkirk. That 6 or greater matters a lot. <laughs> the flip side. Crothus, Lord of the Deep. A 3-5 legendary creature, Kraken Horror. I wish it said Kraken God. That'd be dope. Right. <laughs> He, is, he also has flying because... A, fly, a flying kraken. Because Get wrecked. Yes. <laughs> when Krothus, Lord of the Deep, attacks, create a tapped and attacking token that's a copy of another target attacking creature. Sweet. All right. But wait, there's more. <laughs> if that creature is a kraken, leviathan, octopus, or serpent, create two of those tokens instead. <laughs> we finally <All> right. have it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, they have finally made a good legendary Kraken commander. I am so happy. Are you going to be crackalacking with this? I am going to be crackalacking so many people with this. <laughs> uh, I know, like, I know you love your Krakens and everything. Like, I remember when we did casual and stuff like that. You had your dumb Kraken deck that pissed me off, but oh yeah. Like, you want my favorite part about this is like quest for Ulos Temple is now like four or five dollars. Funny, <laughs> because everyone's like, "Oh my god, Krakens, Krakens!" They and just like, saw what you've seen the whole time, huh? Yeah, exactly. And like my my our our friend Russ mentioned to me, he was like, "Hey, uh, do you need this card? Because they have it on or like they have it at the store. Uh, it's up to eight dollars now, actually." Oh, okay. <laughs> He's like, oh, I found. I'm like, no, I own four of that card already. I've already. had them. I've, I've had them for years, <laughs> and he just laughed at me. 
I'm a man of culture. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, there's cracky. Cra if there's crackening to be done, I will be crackening people. <laughs> I need to get to work. You're gonna be crackening skulls. So honestly, one of the one downside of this card, I like all three variations on it. Oh no. And I don't know which one I'm supposed to play for my like main commander. So my current theory is like, what if I just get a foil of all three of them? I was gonna say like I was gonna be like Porkelos Dos, but there's three Porkelos Trays. <laughs> yeah, like 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 I I love the back end on all three. They all look fantastic. Yeah. And like the front end on the showcase one and the main one are also like super dope. It's like I'm just, yeah. I just need to get a foil of all three of them. Uh, man. and i'll just swap between them as i see fit right uh, yeah card's cool card right. is awesome that is everything we wanted to talk about except for our best card <laughs> this was a this was this was a difficult decision to make it, it really was and this is kind of nonsense, I'm going to admit, but I don't care. I because, disagree. Because I approve, anyways. I love this I love this card, anyways, just for, like, nostalgia's sake, if anything. But, okay. Yeah. So you want one of my I'll, favorite... I'll, you want me to read this one? Yeah, I'm just saying, you want one of my favorite things about this card? What? How not good it is in the sealed format. <laughs> I got got by it once. Yeah, there's just... It doesn't get a lot. No, it doesn't. <laughs> But, alright. So, our best card in the set is a reprint. <laughs> it is Valorous Stance. Oh, one in a white for an instance, choose one target creature against indestructible in of turn, or destroy target creature with toughness four or greater. This card is just so goddamn good. It, it, it really is. I just love it. Like, it's... Uh, like, it's just... Yeah. Yes, it is weird that this is our best of this card of the set right because as you said it yep. is a reprint but the thing is it's such a good reprint this card yeah, right. is never dead basically like, never yeah <laughs> it's removal when you need removal it protects your thing your things when you don't need it like this card is just so good at doing what it does like this was low-key one of the better cards in its format it just saw play in everything yeah i mean like, I, I played this in a um, uh, heroic and like, as like a two of or something like that card was awesome yeah, like sometimes you just needed to kill. kill yeah, something. sometimes you just needed to kill things. Sometimes you sometimes you just needed a protection spell. Yeah, like the versatility of this card is undeniably good, and people mm -hmm. people will eventually realize just how good it actually is. Yeah. Also, art, heck yeah. Yeah, art's also good. Like I, yeah. I don't know, I really like the the style of art they did with it and everything, and the. Like the the way the kind of like the smoky feeling like flows in it and everything. I don't know. But. Yeah, I'm not sure if the format is necessarily in a position where it's going to really see play <laughs> yet. But I would be shocked if this does is not a role player yet again once uh, by the during its life in standard. <laughs> it just does good shit. I mean, right? <laughs> like so. All right. Yeah, that was kind of a weird one, but you know, I don't care because I love Valor's Stance. Yeah. So. All right. It hits oh. all the criteria. Yeah, we'll go with it. All right. So, that's that's the set. What do you think of it so far? Uh, limited, I think it's sweet, but I think almost every limited format is sweet. <laughs> uh... A lot of people think that the limited format is going to be very princey, where like the rule, the rares are going to kind of rule everything. I don't necessarily know if I agree with that sentiment. Hmm. There are a lot of very powerful rares. I am definitely willing to agree with that. But the thing is, like, we have Heroes Downfall at Uncommon. We have uh, Drain Dry or whatever it's called. Like, there's just a lot of good removal that can deal with almost everything. Yeah. Except white. White has like no good answers to creatures. <laughs> hey, we just talked about one. Yes, we did. <laughs> but yeah. I, was, I, was, I, I have I have yet to see a Valorous stance in the limited format. I literally forgot it was in the set until oh. we were until I looked at the our, our list. I got I got Valorous stanced hard. So mm. I still won that game because they were not very good, but 
yeah. So, um, but yeah, so cool. All right. If you want to shoot us some feedback, you can send an email to thelocometa at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at thelocometapc. Uh, head to thelocometa.com for links to the Discord, where it is always a fun time. I promise. Uh, also, there's links to our Patreon and our stream, which we're probably going to be streaming next week. Yes. Yes. Right. We're going to be doing Halo next week. Yes. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. <laughs> but all right, cool. John, anything else? Negative. Negative. All right. Well, then we will catch you next time.